Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. I know you remember that song, though. That, uh, that Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Said you never ever leave from inside me. Cause I want ya. And I need ya. And I'm down for you always. And I'm down for you always. <laughs> man, Kiki, man. That went crazy. Kiki had Yo, what year was that? I don't even remember. Don't we got, remember. Hold on. I'm going to have to look it up. What yeah, year was bro. that? Because why do I feel like... I don't think it was when TikTok was around. I don't know. A part of me feels like it was. I feel like that was 2018. I feel hold like on. the simple fact that I heard it so much just makes me feel like... <laughs> it was TikTok? TikTok was, <laughs> TikTok was around. No, them sounds be living rent-free. No, for real. I'm saying... It really, bro. That song had me feeling like I knew someone named Kiki. That was that's was a crazy. No, nah, that was tw- that was twenty eighteen. I it knew was it. 18. Yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Oh, so I was right. Okay. That was like TikTok really like started popping like yeah, twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah. twenty twenty really. Yeah, yeah. But that was still crazy. Everybody was doing that. That trend went nuts. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no. Nah, but you ready? Yeah, let's, let's get it. it. Let's get it. All right, yo. What's up, YouTube? Woody Starks. Starks the artist. You are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Let's get it, man. Let's go. Another week, another day, another mm. dollar. Whatever they say. You know the kid. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> what episode are we on? What is this? This is uh is this is fifty eight. Fifty eight. Fifty eight of fifty eight of my things, man. How you feeling? You good? Man, after fifty I'm feeling good. Fifty eight. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? I'm good. Oh yeah, we um I think we told him that we went to Orlando last week, didn't we? I'm pretty we sure we, we mentioned it. We yeah, so we just we uh, went to Orlando this past weekend, which was an amazing trip. How do you feel about it? Oh yeah, it it was much needed. You know, a little getaway. Definitely. So what well, we le- we left out Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. Then we came back Sunday night. Yeah. So it was a nice little trip. Like it didn't feel like it was too quick. Like it felt like the perfect amount of time. Yeah, for sure. I can't explain. Yeah. It was nice to like just get away. Exactly. Be in another city for a minute because we haven't really like traveled too much. I think we said that last week. Right. Yeah. Since like this summer. Then we got to see like our good friends John and Eric and their family. We haven't seen them for a while because everyone's like, you know, going back to school mm-hmm. and you know, summer's over interlude. Right, summer, yeah, what, that that type beat. <laughs> and I started like crazy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let it slide. <laughs> That's crazy. But no, it was it was a great trip. Oh yeah, in the vlog. The vlog, y'all. The man. vlog. So look, let me tell y'all what happened. Sure, we not vloggers. No, we. So like the first part of the vlog. Cause I mean, I was on it like Friday yeah. morning, like I was on top of it, like I was out here like Emma Chamberlain, like waking up, like I was going to set up on a tripod, <laughs> like see, you know how they be rolling out of the bed, yeah, like and I was going to hit one of them joints, that. yeah, like I was, I we was on top of it in the morning, yeah, I was like, you know, showing y'all my packing, you feel what I'm saying, and then like when we uh, when we got there, it, it was just a different story. <laughs> It was a different story. We did good, uh, like, all Friday a little yeah. bit. And then Saturday came, and we went to the football game. So we were vlogging that. And then it started, it started raining. raining. That's what it was. Right. It started so raining. After that, it just kind of, like, it was on like, off. I, I mean, we still well, I think we still have enough to put something together. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what it's happens. There's content there. There's content there. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But And there's still enough few vlogs that we need to put out. So we got y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, who who do we meet at uh, at the airport? Dang. <laughs> I want to say Ashton. I know that's not it, though. No. Dang. Look up. Oh, yeah, no, because I remember. Yeah, look it up real quick. I remember. So whenever we were, um, we so we went from Louisville to Cincinnati because our flight was coming out of Cincinnati. So we had yeah. to drive there first in the morning uh, for the flight. So we went there and uh, we, I mean, we were particularly early. I mean, we were like two hours mm-hmm. uh, there, two hours before the flight. So we, I mean, we had a lot of time to waste and we hadn't ate all day. So 
we, y'all know where you know you know what we was on. Yeah, you know what we was on. So we you know we stopped by like Chick Fil A. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. I got me that number two uh, that I always get. Number two, no pickle um, with a cookies and cream shake. You feel what I'm saying? Large fry as well. And it was crazy. So like I'm we're in line and then I go to the register and then I mean you can tell the story because it happened to you. Oh yeah, I, for, I forgot. I forgot. So you know what I'm saying? I was just about to enjoy my Chick Fil A. I was about to get my order and then she was like, "You uh, you got a podcast?" It was Aaron. That was her name. Aaron. Shout out Aaron. Yeah. Shout out Aaron, man. So she was like, "You you you got a podcast?" I was like, "Where?" I was like, "You see the podcast?" <laughs> you know. And then you know we just talked to talk, talked a little bit. Um, she ordered. She got my order. She got me right with the, the frosted lemonade. So for a fact, shout out. We got it. Then we got it. Got a selfie in the, in the, yeah. we got a selfie like in the middle of her working, yeah. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Which was fire. So shout out Aaron. Definitely had to show love. And yeah, so that that was like that was dope just seeing that. Again, oh, yeah. we always love seeing y'all when we out. Um and so like if you ever see us, like definitely like I, say what's up. I remember there was so. one person like I remember I don't know if we were in Atlanta or at Passion and they were like, Yeah, I saw y'all, but I was too nervous. <laughs> Yo, I promise. Y'all don't gotta be nervous. Yes, we don't. We're the bite. most regular We're people. We're not celebrities at all. <laughs> We're the most regular people. Like, no, but that, that was super dope. I don't think we got to vlog that, so I guess we just had to plug it in the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we forgot that. We forgot the Anyways, bro, let's get straight into it. Let's you ready? Let's, let's, get, let's get it. Yeah, so this episode, in my feelings, man, I... So originally, what had happened was I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this video that Rusan and Tim Ross had posted. Yeah. And they were essentially like had just proposed a question and they were giving their answers and going back and forth on that. And in my head, uh, while I'm watching this video, I kind of like answered the question. And then like simultaneously, like as I'm like finish finishing answering the question, I was like, well, I probably wouldn't say that or feel very comfortable actually expressing how I like truly feel right. on this issue. Right. And um, especially in that space, like whether that be them or just like Christian in general, I'm like, that's interesting. Like, why do I feel that? Like, why do I feel like um, with that question in particular, or like just genuinely with like generally with how I feel sometimes that, yo, I can't be completely like transparent right. in that, um, particularly with like body of believers. And then I'm, as I'm thinking about that, the first thing that comes to my mind is the fact that I think sometimes within the church and just the body, the body of Christ at large, um, we haven't done the best at allowing people to feel mm. like giving them permission right. to just feel and not not, you know, co-signing reckless behavior or being like emotional or emotion driven, but just allowing them to feel so like um, this may have happened to you if you grew up in a church, particularly, but sometimes you know, growing up, <laughs> Talk to me. it would it would be like uh, you may express like in a moment how you're feeling about something. So you may be like, "Yo, like I'm a little anxious right now. I may be a bit. I'm I'm a bit worried, or I'm grieving in this moment." And they'll be like, "Oh, don't claim that. <laughs> don't 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 no, speak that sure. over your life." And I'm like, "Fam, like, I'm not claiming nothing. This is really, yo, this is really how I feel. The reality of it, right? This is the reality of like where I'm at and yeah. how I'm feeling in this moment, and." I think that sentiment uh, can sometimes like just be carried across like the church yeah. body of believers. Sometimes when you come to Christ of like, yo, like, you know, maybe I, is it okay to feel this? Mm-hmm. Right. Is, is this right? Like, is this wrong? Right. So sometimes we can just maybe get in a mode or a tendency or a habit, like in our walk with Christ in particular, like when we have accountability of yeah. like maybe suppressing our emotions mm-hmm. and just stuffing them and like putting them to the side and not actually like taking them to God and being transparent with it. Right. 
so I think we also have to realize that like emotions are not to be ignored but just managed well yeah. like as we know that we're made in the image of God and God himself has emotions mm-hmm. right like he weeps like he gets angered right. right and he grieves like the Bible talks about like the Holy Spirit grieves um, and so we have to really come to realize that yo emotions aren't like inherently evil or completely unnecessary and like so emotions aren't the thing that should like always pull us away from god but yeah. actually push us closer to him to him like in moments where we're feeling like these intense feelings of like x y and z yeah. um it should be the thing that or that catalyst that actually push us closer to god oh yeah for sure i was um i was just, <laughs> i was just having a conversation the other day and i feel like i say that every ep but <laughs> no i really do but i think it's just like the topics are always so timely like yeah. i'm always like talking about it in like some sort of conversation throughout the week but um i was talking to my friend and they had mentioned how um sometimes they feel like when people say stuff or react to you being transparent with them about something you're thinking they say stuff like you know people have it worse or like you know it it, it could be worse and, and when they say stuff like that and you can even start saying it to yourself and that is a way that you start like suppressing your your you that's a way that you don't allow yourself to feel you know and I get it because, you know, it's pushing you into a place of gratitude and and gratefulness. But I think it's possible to still be grateful, but also help like deal with deal with it. You know what I mean? Not just push push your emotions and your feelings to the side like that. Um, And that was funny what you said about how people be like, oh, like, don't claim it and stuff like that. That's always been kind of like a pet peeve of mine. Um, I think what what it is, or a part of it at least, is I think some believers like allow their faith to detach rationality from from life sometimes and it's because we we realize the existence of and have access to the supernatural and we allow that to take away from the truth that we're also dealing with a natural human experience you know i think like both are true at the same time right um for example when it comes to situations where like uh like mourning or the mourning the death of like a loved one or something like i understand that god has a plan i understand that nothing is void of a reason but that doesn't take away from the fact that I'm still sad that this person is gone, you know? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand the power Jesus walked in and subsequently the power I have, but like that doesn't take away from this flesh right here, this body, these feelings, this tug of war that I'm feeling. And, and it's weird because it's like because we have the solution, we feel like we're not allowed to wrestle with the problem at all. But it's, it's, it's the problem that leads us to take it to God. It's the emotion. It's the question that allows us to take it to God. It's like we have it backwards, you know? It's like it's like we think, oh, we have the solution. We shouldn't have any any issues at all. But it's like, no, we have the issues. We also have the solution. Let's let's take it to the solution. So I think that that's a part of it, a part of where that stems from for sure. Right. And sometimes it can be the fact that like in a moment you may be fearful or yeah. anxious or grieving, frustrated, irritated, whatever, like those aren't like signs of you being like detached from God right. or not being like solidified in your faith. And mm-hmm. so I think sometimes it's, we don't always think for whatever reason that like the two can coexist. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can be walking by the spirit, right? And still there may be a moment of like, dang, like I am, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I may be disappointed. I mm-hmm. may be sad. Right. right. So that isn't always the issue, but the problem comes in, Whenever you allow these things to act, like control your life yeah. and dictate your your every move and or the motives in which like you're walking through life, mm. and so so yeah, I think the language just has to change. So like yo, like instead of like no, like you can't feel that, mm-hmm. yo, that's not allowed. That's yeah. that's wrong. To like yo, just 
don't allow this to control you or I'd rather like manage this well yeah which is ultimately what we're supposed to do um anyway it's just like manage these things well and not allow these emotions to become our god exactly right to uh be the deciding factor or the say so when like okay this is how I'm going to move. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to live my life, or this is the path I'm going to go down. Um, and then allow, allowing ourselves to feel being transparent and all, like authentic in these things, but still not allowing them to ultimately take the throne. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, something that I heard um, from Tim Ross on his podcast was he said, vulnerability is our strongest weapon. And I thought that was a really good point. Because And that applies to this conversation as well, because I think what it is, is when you acknowledge and you actually face that problem, it's you, it's causing you to lean on your faith even more. I think we look at it backwards. We look at it like, oh, if I, if I'm acknowledging this feeling and I'm feeling this way, that is, that's saying that I don't have faith or, you know, I'm a Christian I'm a believer. I, I can't be dealing with this, right? That's the way we look at it. But in all reality, when you actually bring that thing to God, that is you saying, I feel like he can handle it. I, I believe that he can handle it opposed to vice versa when i when i push it away that's me saying not directly but it's me saying i don't think god can handle it so i think it's the vulnerability and the transparency with that that actually pushes us to lean on our faith even more so i thought vulnerability is our strongest weapon it's a good i like that yeah and a part another part of this conversation that i I didn't even really recognize or was thinking about um beforehand but whenever i was doing like a little study and it it came up is the fact that we all, whenever like, you know, we're talking about like emotions and managing them well and how yeah. that plays into like our relationship with God, like we also have to be very aware of like where our emotions are like rooted in, right? So like I mentioned earlier, like, you know, we are made in the image of God and God has emotions. And so we understand like God gets angry, but he has a righteous anger, yeah, which means like this anger that he has is like rooted in like truth. And sometimes, like, we can, our emotions can be the result of something, like, which is ultimately false. So, like, for example, you can be, you can have a moment or be in a situation where, like, you feel uh, a a strong sense of, like, guilt, like, Mm -hmm. disappointment or rather, like, condemnation. And that emotion that you're feeling can be the result of a narrative that says, yo, like, I've strayed too far from God. Mm. Like, I'm no longer enough. Yeah. I'm no longer worthy, like, of his love and or his grace. And I can no longer actually go before the throne of grace. Mm. And, right, so, like, now you're feeling this emotion. Like, you, you've ultimately, now you're in a position where, like, your peace may be taken away. You may be, like, um, really just uh, un- unstable. Like, here one day, uh, what one day, there the next, or whatever that looks like. But it's because like what you're feeling is rooted in something that's not true. Mm, that's good. So always looking Sorry. at the root is like really, really important. And like, yeah. even like, uh, let's use another example. Like, yo, you know, if you, uh, if you got you a little, like, you know, a little boo thing or somebody, you know, you texting, crushing on whatever My it is. Kiki. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Do you love me? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and so, um, if you texted them or whatever, y'all talking and communicating, right? Yeah. And you may, there may be a moment, there may be a day, right? Like, uh, you're, you're, you're texting them, you're going back and forth, right? And you may feel like, um, they may stop answering, right? And so, like, you can f- have a moment where you feel like, dang, like, um, they're not interested in me anymore, right. or like, I'm not a priority in their you life, know. or they don't want to, like, talk to me, um, and the whole time that they phone just died. 
like they they just needed some a charge. Bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like they crazy. just they they went to the gym. You feel me? So they they were sitting that thirty minute ride back home, and you the know, phone with they ain't had they had the charge. They had the charge. Got caught lacking. You feel me? So like, um, that's just a small example that we can apply to so many other things of, um. Just like sometimes, like these emotions can be like rooted in something that may not always be like complete truth, which can right. lead to like us, like I said earlier, like just losing our peace or our stability that we need to have. And right. so, the biggest point of all that is just examining where they come from and like like we keep repeating, managing them well and uh-huh. not allowing them to take just complete control. That's a good point. I remember you had mentioned. I don't remember what EP was in, but you had said like your pain isn't right or wrong; it's real. I think that also applies to like your feelings and your emotions with this conversation. Like it's not right or wrong. It's real. And you're feeling that. So it's like, maybe it's like the feeling is real, but maybe the place it stems from necessarily, that isn't the same case, you know? And I think with that, the next step with dealing with that is asking yourself what you're doing with the emotions and the feelings, right? After examining the root, like you said, after realizing where it's coming from, the next step is like, okay, I'm feeling the emotion now. Where am I taking it? How am I moving on it? How am I acting on it? So then that just comes down to like how you're expressing it. Like you talked about how we're made in the image of God and how he has emotions himself, but you don't see him, you know, acting, you know, crazy once he's feeling, you know, this anger or this frustration, right? Because you said he's looking at it through a lens of like righteous righteousness and truth. Uh, and I think we need to be doing the same thing. It's, it's not about the emotion. It's about how we're reacting to it. Um, and I think with that, there's several different ways that we can express our emotions after we're feeling them. And one of the ways is through our gifts. Um, whether you are, you know, you make music or you do some type of art, whether dancing, um, cinematics, like drawing itself, like whatever the case may be. I think through all of these things, our gifts can be an outlet or a way that we can express these feelings. And I think something that the church did at one point, which I think we've we've moved more out of these days, but it sort of like suppressed these these outlets of expression. And it was like, okay, if you have these gifts, it's like you can only use them in this way and in these four walls in this specific way. And it wasn't really allowing people to have have these healthy outlets to express their emotions and their feelings. Um, So I think that is something that we have to be watchful of and watch for is like when you're feeling that emotion, it's about what you're doing with it, how you're expressing it, what, where, where you're going to for, for that outlet. And obviously the main thing is like take it to God in prayer. But I think he was great, gracious enough to give us these gifts as well that we can also express these, these feelings and these emotions through. So, yeah, it's, it's just I think it's about the expression and how you're doing it. For a fact, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. You do you, <laughs> you, consider, you, you emotional? Uh, do you consider yourself emotional? I mean, I guess. What do you mean? I mean, nah, not necessarily. Why? Um, I'm more of the type of person that will suppress my emotions, to be real. I'm the type of person that doesn't like to deal with them or confront them. So I kind of just say, oh, it is what it is and shrug my shoulders. Like earlier when I was talking about how sometimes um, you'll say it could be worse. Like people do that and suppress their, right. their emotions. I, I'm that person. I do that. So maybe I'm an emotional person. I just don't like dealing with them. Like it could be worse. It could be worse like. You just think of your problems of something that's very like minuscule in yeah. comparison to everything, and it's just I like, brush them off. Yeah, I got you. No, yeah, I think it's just interesting because I think, um, I think, I think when I don't know in the culture and society, I think even the term or ideal of emotional is kind of skewed a bit. Mm-hmm. I think that emotional 
it's just being emotion driven. Right. Right. Like you, like hmm. your life and all your actions are dictated based upon how you feel. Right. Right. Not on truth, not on, you know, what may be like rational. It's like everything you do is just like it's emotion driven. Like mm-hmm. the, it has the driver's seat of sense. your life. Right. Yeah. So I wish I don't think it's like necessarily positive or like the way anyone should live. Oh, yeah. But I think I think we sometimes will throw the term emotional on someone who just simply like is in tune with their emotions and expresses that. Right. Right. So it's like, you know, someone that may cry like pretty often may be deemed as emotional. Hmm. But the reality is they may just be very like in tune with their emotions yeah. and they just may express that through like the avenue of like tears or whatever right. but it may not that doesn't necessarily mean that like they're being driven by them that makes sense right and so yeah and then i think it's 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 a thing of um with let's being emotional like we <laughs> i don't know why i'm thinking about that song by drake emotionalist oh uh, yeah I, I think song. i think it's um it's one of those things where it's like it's it's not necessarily demonized, but it's not as like promoted. It's not as like, especially like with with men particularly, but even like just generally, like when mm. it comes to like what uh, what's a parallel to this adjacent, like being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. Mm. It's like a no. Oh, it's like yeah. these social rules and social cues that we just don't do, like trying mm-hmm. to protect ourselves, and also like being very uh, like you said earlier, vulnerable, real, transparent, and authentic with like our emotions and where we're at is just like typically like a sign of weakness. Oh. Yeah, for sure. And not and not anything that is like yo deemed very like worthy or like um admirable or like a pat on the back like mm. dang bro like I like the fact that you know what I mean you're real with like how you feel and right. where you at. You know what I mean? It's not anything that's like very highlighted. So it's like the opposite of it of like being very much like heartless. Yeah. Cold like cold hearted. It definitely like, is a trend. Like yeah, I see to, that. To myself. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, you know what I mean? My emotions, like, what are those? Mm. You feel me? Like that like that tough guy, which is just happens across the board. Yeah, and that's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. And I think that that even goes into this next point I wanted to make. I think what it is is we see definitely see this trend of like this oh like you got to be heartless type of thing and i think what it is is when you when you don't feel for yourself you can't really feel for others or or you're less open to do that so it's like when when i'm in a place where i'm like okay i'm not and i don't even want to be in touch with my emotions like that that sort of i lose a lot of empathy for other people subsequently because of that um and that becomes a huge issue with this conversation because, like, when you when you're not in tune with your own feelings and your emotions, then you don't care about anyone else's, and that's how you see different situations. Like, I think even sometimes the presentation, the presentation of the gospel can be very like rigid sometimes because people don't have a lot of empathy because because they're not allowing themselves to feel for themselves, so they can't relate to what they, someone else has gone through. Yeah, and, they, and it it keeps you from like trying to put yourself in other people's shoes. Um, and does that make sense? Like what you, when you don't feel for yourself, you can't feel for other people. And so you become a lot more heartless with stuff like that. And um, so I think that's a huge issue and why this conversation is important because we have to be in touch with our own feelings so that we can like give that out to other people and be more empathetic, you know? Yeah, and also just, like, connect with others. And, yeah. I, and that's something I was going to mention, but I didn't even know how it would play into this, so I'm glad you brought it up. But that was my issue, like, the first six months of the year is the fact that I I just... 
like I'm an empath. So like, you know, yeah. when others cry, I cry. When they're joyful, I'm joyful. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I am like very much um an individual who likes to put myself in like the shoes of other people. Right. Like when I see a video of like someone like crying, I can't yeah. help but feel like that same type of like agony or whatever their emotion they're feeling in that moment. Right. right. And so for a while it was like I wanted to just turn it off. Mm. You feel me? Like it was. Like, I felt like it almost became like too exhausting or too much and too time consuming. To and all of that, to, like all of that, was just a lot. And I didn't want to like take that on anymore. Right. And so like I just like you know when I hear somebody's story about what they may be going through or something that may have happened to them, I'm, I was very like stern of like, well, you should have done this better. Mm. Like always pointing it back to them. Yeah. You know, and not like actually trying to like analyze and like break down or just being pathetic to like oh like this may have what this is this may have been what caused this yeah. or whatever yeah and what had happened is like i started losing touch with like people yeah i couldn't i couldn't connect with people anymore like not necessarily completely but i saw it like gradually happening of like yo like you know the way in which like i evangelize yeah or even it, care for it other changes people it, yeah or my heart to intercede for others on their behalf, mm. it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, we don't have a savior that's not, we talk, we say this all the time, that's not touched with like the infirmities of his people. Yeah. He had to feel it so he could like understand us. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a part of like him coming down, humbling himself in the flesh and crucifying his, himself on the cross. He experienced every human emotion like, he experienced every emotion one could feel. Right. Right. Which then gives him access to also understand what mm-hmm. we may be going through in the moment. And so, like, whenever you cut that off, you also, like, cut off those, like, connecting points or, like, common grounds. Yeah. I like to say. Um, when trying to speak and, like, just even conversate with other people. So that's another thing about it, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But how, how you got anything else for the people? Um... What you got to leave them with? I'd, I'd probably just say, um, hmm. I'd probably just say like you're 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 allowed to feel. Just reiterating everything we've said, like you're allowed to feel, and this is, this is important to understand because once you start allowing yourself to feel, you you'll stop. <clears throat> Dang. Once you start allowing yourself to feel, you'll you'll also start allowing others to feel around you, right? And you won't start. Um, making people feel like outcasts for their emotions or whatever the case may be, and you'll you'll find this like new newfound like empathy for others. So I think it's very important. Like allow your allow yourself to feel. It's about what you do with it. For a fact. So, yeah. And then just like cement it all. Uh, we've had so many conversations about different things, but like you know, submitting the plan, the desire, right, the relationship the future, whatever, but, you know, also um, the emotions, right? Submitting that, like, to him, rooting rooting those in truth and Mm -hmm. just being very vigilant of, like, making sure they're not, like, taking the throne. But also being comfortable of, like, being transparent with, like, yo, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And not feeling like you have to hide it away or, like, you know, feel as if this is a sign of, like, weakness or being a second class or a... be a second-class citizen of the kingdom of God or second-class Christian. Right. Right? And just being real with it. So, yeah. That's it. That's it, man. But y'all know what it is. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.